for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We want to thank Home Instead, our sponsor for this episode. Home Instead Senior Care provides trustworthy, kind-hearted senior care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. Now, I am bringing my dear listeners, you guys, a really awesome show today because I have a special guest named Whitney Patterson. Whitney, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Kathy. I think we're going to call today's episode, it's going to go under a a big title called Raising Creative Kids, which I use over and over, and I'm trying to... I'm trying to edit this title, but so far, when you uh, today, the fir- first thing I'm going to do is get you to share your story, and I think I'm going to call that giving them a childhood filled with wonder, because I know your mom, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine, I easily imagine what your childhood is like, was like, because I have seen yeah. you with your own children, so I, it's like I've got... Three generations of information working to give me this picture of what I imagine it's like at your house. Um, But before I do that, I want to tell people why you are such an influential person. This Whitney Patterson, this friend of mine that I have today on the show, is is an experienced director of development. She works for Discovery Science Place. I'm just reading this off the LinkedIn. She is a demonstrated history of working in the nonprofit sector, which... That's an understatement. And I mean, on this list, it's like fundraising, event planning, media relations, board. I mean, here's one board and volunteer management, which you do so well. And then it says strong community and social services professional. But honestly, you are such a networking guru. You are so good at knowing everybody in town, this whole region. And you're so good at bringing people together. So you're my kind of gal, Whitney. I, I was so yeah, excited. I, I was going to say, I felt like you just defined yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but it is true. I do have this theory that good people find each other. And so I'm always excited when God brings good people into my life because I think that's like an yeah. endorsement or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, I'll I'm agree. one of those people. <laughs> I'm one of those people. This, this friend wants to be my friend. Um, so that's kind of really fun for me and very rewarding because I really did know your mom first and I love her so much. And I just don't see her as often as I would like, but because I loved her, you inherited that wealth of good feelings. The first time I met you and knew that y'all were related, I was like, Oh, I see it. The joy and and that beautiful heart that she has. Um, yeah. So, okay. Tell me what it was like growing up in your house as a little girl. Cause, and then I went, 
what I want to do, because I know there's all this stuff about STEM for girls and so forth. I want to uh-huh. talk. I want to talk a little bit about how, as moms, how we develop this sense of wanting to be lifelong learners, that joy. Yeah. And and I know how much you love education. So talk to me. <laughs> okay. Well, um, when you first talked to me about this this episode, I just started thinking of all the different things my mom had us involved in growing up. Um, it was never, there were never any limitations. Uh, uh-huh. She's, she's got her hands in everything. <laughs> uh-huh. She's very, she's very inquisitive and inspired that in us from a very early age. Um, we were always doing something different, always. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and it just opened new worlds for us. Um, we would travel and she would find all these fun, creative, different things. I have so many memories that have that then inspired me to want to learn more, you know, and um, that's what I would say about um, what I've seen work with kids is creating memories that last, mm-hmm. that inspire them to want more. Well, um, I'll, I'll that's why you- I love working where I work. A discovery science place. I know you've yeah. got the dream. You do have the dream job. I mean, you have to walk past the Egyptians and the dinosaurs to get to your office. That's just yes, like, you do. <laughs> I mean, that's just too cool. Plus, I think the only downside is they have that amazing store where they sell so much stuff that grandparents would want to buy every day. I don't think I can and work mom. there. Yeah, I don't think I can work there and make any money. Um, okay, so I want to talk to you about that word different, though, because I know young moms listen to these episodes. They download them, and, and I want them to be encouraged. When you say that y'all did different things, I want to ask you, did you mean you did something new and different every day that was interesting and different, you know, special, or do you mean, cause I think my kids might say this, you did some things that were so different that nobody else in your neighborhood thought it was normal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's more along the lines of what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, that, um, I actually find that very encouraging, encouraging personally. So thank you for that. And and actually, it's encouraging in two ways, because if I have to do something special and different with my kids every day, even my grandkids who I see several times a week, that's a lot of work for working moms. But doing yeah, something... Yeah, no, my is, mom always worked. It was not, you know, mom has always worked full time. And I also grew up seeing that, she, seeing her have her own career, but she that she was also still a great mom. And my, you know, she and my dad worked together very well to raise us, but I also had very strong grandmothers and, um, yes. And one of my, my mom's mom was even more dynamic and creative than mom, you know, and it's funny how influence works, especially with little kids. But, um, yeah, we just, we always were doing something unique and and it wasn't like every day it may not have been every week but she would plan family vacations around just very unique things you know (laughs) Um, what that's an example so family vacations we get we may spend a whole segment on that that can be a truly educational philosophy even i know um, really can i've noticed this among my friends and i don't stereotype much but this is one thing i have noticed that i really admire many of my african-american friends that's like a theme for them that 
they grew up in a family where their trip every summer was educational and they travel all over the United States. And I just admire that so much. I regret that I didn't do more of that with my kids. I mean, we did some stuff, but traveling for education, that's a fun way to learn. To fit everything in. Yeah, it is. With her, with my my family, actually, and this kind of started with my great grandfather. He was very much into um, trees and nature and, you know, um, biology. And he actually started a tree farm, an arboretum, and uh, marked hundreds of trees out there. And the the little marking signs are still there. And um, wrote a couple of books about it. And he, you know, and my mom, and well, then my grandmother and then my mom were very into everything nature and outdoors. And so that's where... We were, that's how we were raised. And, you know, to this day, I'm, I'm very outdoorsy. Um, and my kids are, and, you know, that's what we do. So that's kind of part of it. I think that's so cool. And to me, I just hear that theme of science. You know, if you're if you're yeah. a mom at home wondering, how do you inspire your kids to love science? I mean, there's just no better place than in nature creation. Yeah. They're going to want to know more because it, it, it makes so much sense when you start naming all the different trees that they have different leaves and different shapes and different bark. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a very cool way to be inspired to learn. It really is. And now my daughter is very into butterflies and bugs. You know, we're always looking them up and making charts, and that's kind of what she's into right now. And it's just very, it's very cool to see her, um, to see that kind of passed on. Um, You know, she's seven and she's so inquisitive and she's so joyful for her to want to learn more. (laughs) She's just, I mean, there's a number of themes I'm hearing here, but knowing three generations of your family, I definitely see joy and energy and delightedness as, as part of what y'all pass on. And when I think about that, among the women of your family, no wonder it's a bunch of women that have influence on other people. When you, those are beautiful gifts. They're very attractive to be so joyful and full of energy. And um, I never see your mother that I don't feel like I'm the most important person in, that she's ever seen yeah. in the whole the whole world. I mean, she always makes me feel that way. Uh, and you have that gift, too. We have about two two minutes. And, and so I want you to be thinking about what you want to share when we come back about your life story, especially like already you've just encouraged so many young moms i think your mother is a pioneer she was working when many of us were staying home and now that i know how much fun it is to work i also know it's hard to juggle everything so Mm -hmm. and and a lot of the younger moms that are coming along now your age group y'all are young to me i know you're grown-ups now That I call if you're if you're 40, you're in luck because I think you're okay, young. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm kind of an old mom now, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about my listening audience. If anybody's 40, y'all are lucky because I think you're young. But uh, anyway, so for those young moms that are listening, I, I just find you so inspiring, Whitney. Thank you so much for what you shared already. I just want to summarize what you said because uh, we have a little like maybe a minute. So, what is your big thought as we go to the break? Um, well, I mean, I would just encourage other moms to, to have fun. You know, a lot of times, a lot of my friends, we are all trying to pack everything in, whether it's dance and 
you know, all the things. And I really tried and I will continue to try with my kids to have fun with it. And if, if you're just it. doing things because you're supposed to do them, then maybe you should reevaluate that. And so we try to do that regularly. We're going to talk about that some more. So we'll be right back with more from Whitney Patterson. Stay tuned as we go to these wonderful breaks and thank our sponsors and talk about other shows. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio. So stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally. She lives way down on Shimbone Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over is a grocery store. a dynamic woman? Sandra Beck and Linda Crater host Dynamic Women Talk Radio, bringing lively weekly shows in a roundtable format with influential guests from around the globe. This amazing tribe of diverse and accomplished women share their candid views on topics such as reputation, handling rejection, loyalty, what is sexy, overthinking, blended families, and much more. Discussions are joyful with freedom to address topics from various perspectives with candor, respect, and no judgment. These are the conversations you wish you could have with all your family and friends. Dynamic women have lived their lives boldly with unexpected and sometimes undesired turns in the road of life. Yet detours and bumps bring opportunity, personal growth, more authenticity, and a fresh outlook. Join our welcoming tribe of dynamic women each Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time, also on iTunes, and more information at dynamicwomentalkradio.com. Celebrating vibrant, charismatic women everywhere. Join the millions of women each month who listen to Wise Health for Women Radio. Women are pressed daily to give more, learn more, and be more, often at the expense of mind, body, or spirit. Join us for revitalizing conversations on fresh ways to view your limited time, encouraging new, healthier perspectives. You provide a special spark to those around you, and you manage many roles. Entrepreneur, mom, wife, coach, friend, daughter, and more. Here's a great way to inspire and nurture you. On Wise Health for Women Radio, host Linda Crater and her amazing guests share how to move toward your wishes and dreams and find what is possible in your busy life. If not today, then when? Take steps to flourish over 40. Join us on Wise Health for Women Radio, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, on iTunes, and more at wisehealthforwomenradio.com. Helping women thrive. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, we're glad you're back. We're talking with Whitney Patterson, the Director of Development at Discovery Science Place here in East Texas. And I, I'm just so happy you're here, Whitney. Thank you for being on the show and for sharing. Um, before we went to the break, we were talking about 
how overcommitted young families can be. I, be before mm -hmm. we move, I want to get to that. But before we move on, I want to just say one thing so I don't forget. We're going to do another episode, and Whitney is going to get put on her professional hat, and she's going to coach us on how she and Chris Frazier, who are the co-directors over there at Discovery Science Place, he runs the science, and I don't know exactly how you all divide up your duties, but <laughs> you've partnered so beautifully with UT Tyler here in East Texas, and I really want to get the word out of what an advantage that is for nonprofits when they can pick up that education piece and share it with with the school district and the universities in their region. So she's going to do an episode for us on that. And I might've thought of a title for that one. Titles are always my nemesis. Um, what did I decide? Oh, Oh, giving them a childhood filled with science discovery. Well, anyway, I don't know. I may have to think of better titles for both these episodes. <laughs> okay, so I just didn't want to forget to mention that. Tell us one other thing before we move on, because I know we'll run out of time. Tell me how to find Discovery Science Place online, Whitney. I should know this, but you will know it. Okay. It's discoverysciencesplace.org. We have a very active Facebook page, too, Discovery yes. Science Place. Okay, and then perfect. on Twitter. Oh, okay, good. And is that what hashtag dis Discovery Science Place? Yeah. Or how does that work? Okay. Actually, that one, that one, Twitter is DSP Tyler. Oh, good. Okay. So, do you have to put the hashtag in front of it? How does that work? On Twitter, uh, no, you just search. For okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry to be so dumb. Okay. Um, <laughs> I know I depend on young people for that kind of information, and I put you back in that category of forty or or under. And um, I think some of my 45-year-old friends are young, too, by the way, now. All right. So I wanted to, while we were just on this, I want to say I love the, the, there's a mission statement, a vision statement, and a value statement about Discovery Science Place Online. Many of those have developed since you and Chris have been involved, I think. But I do love mm -hmm. them. One of my favorite things is we envision, oh, you're going to love this because I'm going to circle right back to that topic I have not forgotten about. <laughs> But here's the vision, vision statement of Discovery Science Place. We envision a dynamic environment where, my favorite word, play, is fueled mm -hmm. by curiosity, discovery is celebrated, and passion for learning grows. So we, as we went to the break, you were saying how being so overcommitted is really the enemy of young families. Mm -hmm. I didn't quote you exactly. Those are my words. <laughs> You're too nice to say it that way. But I see that now. I mean, who has time to go out in the tree and look at the bark and the leaves when you're going to every other activity? Right. So talk yes, to I me a little bit about that, that playing as a family. Well, and I don't want to discount organized, you know, activities. My daughter is in ballet and she's been in several other things. But we just started to find as she got a little older that, um, our evenings were so full that we wouldn't even look each other in the eye, <laughs> much mm -hmm. less do something together. And, you know, we're all about, uh, a big thing for me and my husband is family dinners together. That mm -hmm. may not always be at home. That may not always be, that may be really quick and rushed, but it's very important to us. And um, within that same vein, we want to do as many, you know, uh, fun activities together that we can as a family. It's very hard to do sometimes because especially if you have multiple children and multiple things um, and you mm. don't want to discount their interests, but you have to limit it or it just takes over. 
and then you don't have time. Your kids don't have time to be creative and, and uh, be kids. I really, that's just as, what I think. You know, when you said that about doing things that were different and, and I it really resonated with me, I couldn't wait to ask you about that because Dave and I found the more the things that we did that other people thought were weird turned out to be some of our best decisions. And one of the things we did that other people thought was weird is we really limited how much time we spent on activities outside of our home. And that's not easy to do. And so we took some flack for it. And and people would scare us. They would say, oh, well, my child's going to get a, a scholarship. How are you going to pay for college? <laughs> Honestly, we didn't know. <laughs> but <laughs> we were like, I don't know, because we're barely getting the bills paid. But um, but the Lord has a way of working all that out. What, what I used to wish for, I used to wish for people that would do an activity that was fun for my kids that would last only six weeks instead of six months, you know, or nine mm, months. Yes. Six yes. weeks was perfect for a kid, at, and especially in elementary school, they don't need to do activities that last nine months mm-hmm. every week or, or two or three times or every night of the week. They, they need some breaks wow. from that. So I'm just throwing that out in the universe. Maybe somebody will pick it up. <laughs> you say well, it enough. You know, we, we are definitely rare among a lot of our friends. and uh, But I'm starting to see a couple of my friends that are doing the same thing. Um, and, and now we have kind of a small group of, of young families that it's actually within our church group, but we, yeah. you know, we meet up and do fun, like we'll go, you know, we went to the rock climbing gym or we'll yeah. meet up here at discovery science place or, and that sometimes those things are much more meaningful um, or just as meaningful. Well, I was going to so. tell you, both my girls have thanked me for things that we did every week. And, and I just yeah. laugh because like David, there's no way he made pa- pancakes every Saturday morning. I mean, that's just impossible. Oh. There's no way it happened. And yet they have such happy memories of that because he did it often yeah. enough. So that's, as a young mom, I wish somebody had told me that. Don't feel guilty if you miss it every once in a while, because honestly, your kids won't remember. Exactly. (laughs) They they remember that you did it. They thought, I mean, both my girls thought we did it every week. They didn't know. And they're in their 30s now, you know, young moms themselves. So I, I encourage them with that, like, okay, so don't feel like a failure if you can't do it every week because there are just going to be some weeks you can't. There's just things you have to yeah. let go. And it, So if you do enough things that are interesting and spontaneous and joyful, then those things become the big memories that your kids have. And, and they do. Yeah. Re- it's worth doing those because they do remember them. Well, I think your mom was probably a genius at that. I'm I'm curious. Do you have any specific things that you know you want to do with your kids? I know your children are very different from each other. Uh, well, um, yes, I I do. We we want to spend a ton of time outdoors with them, and and we are we try to do that now. Um, some of my best memories are simple camping trips. I mean, we we went to Disney World. We went we did all the things, but my mm-hmm. best and most memorable times are probably the cheapest trips we took. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I want for my kids. Um, and that's kind of where I started to develop an interest. You know, I started a rock collection and I mm-hmm. was just so into learning about all of these things 
in the outdoors. And I'm seeing that within my own daughter now. And I want to encourage that, you know, and growing up, I didn't think of that as learning science. I didn't think of that. That was just fun. Mm -hmm. But it is learning and it is valuable. And um, those, those are the types of things that we, we strive to do now. Uh, I want to do more of. (laughs) I actually feel, I hear people panic sometimes. Like there's always these numbers about how low the U S is in the rankings as far as education goes. And whenever, whenever I hear that, I just don't get discouraged by it at all. They've been saying that since I was a kid. But I always remember Americans are very innovative and resourceful people. So even the things we're not getting in the classroom turn out to be things that we innovate once we get out of school. You know, there's just as long as we keep that culture alive of of being lifelong learners and and loving discovery and and the joy of figuring stuff out and doing it ourselves yes. and innovating. I, I really don't even worry about the education system. I, I think we have a great education system in this country. Um, I know there's problems. I get that. But I think mm-hmm. our our, right. our biggest asset is not something that can be tested. And um, maybe it can. I don't know. What, what do I know about psychology and educational testing? <laughs> Nothing. But uh, anyway, yeah. that's, that's my thing. <laughs> I find it encouraging that innovation will trump um, you know, certain kinds of parameters when they come yeah. to testing. Well, and I know that's what y'all do at Discovery Science Place so well is give kids a way to to play and learn simultaneously. I mean, what a great way to learn. Yes, exactly. You know, those types of informal learning experiences are just as important to me as the formal school setting, you know, experiences. Well, I think it's getting easier all the time to get it, uh, get information online. So learning to figure out what you can trust and can't trust, it seems to be the challenge that's for your generation. Too. Yeah. We have about two well, minutes. To... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry I interrupted you. We have about two minutes. So I, want, I didn't want that to get by us without giving you a chance to kind of reemphasize if there's something about your life story that you really want people to remember um, any encouragement from your sweet mom or your grandmothers? I, I just want to make um, sure you. I would just say, you know, my kind of role models as far as motherhood are my mom and her mom, um, as well as my other grandmother. Um, both my grandmothers are deceased now for a while now, but the memories I have growing up with them are of them being joyful and just, excited about life uh, and just and just excited to spend time with us with the kids you know and um, that was what made memories so great and just always inspiring us to be creative and to find our I guess find our passion you know Um, and so now as a mom I I I fall flat on my face but I try to to achieve that as well. Um, I see you doing a beautiful job of it. Well, (laughs) uh, you know, and with little kids, every day is a struggle and grown kids, uh, you know, (laughs) they have to be fun. I'm sure they're going to cut us off, but thanks for being with me. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for joining us today, where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. 
Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh, Got in peace.